but then we remember the voice of truth, God's promises on my life, God's promises on your life, that I'm a child of God, a son of the king, the king of the world, who will forever reign. I was created in love, by love, and for love. He has an amazing plan for my life. Those voices of truth would say, I'm here for a reason. I might not be enough, but I'm more than conquerors through him that loved me. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd. Today, we are going to be talking about defeating depression. That's right. God wants you free from depression. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really do appreciate it. We want you to know that you are a blessing to us. We hope that this podcast is a blessing to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into it right now. I love that song. It's awesome. All right, let's jump right into it. Today we are talking about defeating depression. Psalm chapter 34, verse 17 says, The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all of their troubles. Verse 18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. We're talking today about defeating depression in your life. And depression is a very serious thing in the world that we live in right now. So let's pray right now. Father, we praise you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Lord, anoint our ears to hear you today. Give us ears to hear you and a heart to receive your word. Change us today, God. Help us. Give us victory over depression. Give us victory over anxiety. And give us victory over fear. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. A few weeks ago, we spoke about anxiety anxiety and fear and we mentioned how you have to have a battle plan to defeat those things you can't just sit around and hope that it goes away we all at some point battle depression don't we now not all of us suffer from clinical depression but we all go through times where we struggle with some form of depression in in one form or another it's a dangerous place to be if you choose to stay there did you hear me I said it's a dangerous place to be if you choose to stay there. Depression is becoming more and more talked about in society and many Christians need to know what the Bible says about it and how to deal with it. The battle plan to defeat depression. Depression can be very difficult to express or to understand. I heard a minister who's a friend of mine say that he has a relative that suffers from depression and he got frustrated with him and told him, Hey, just get over it. 
Just get over it. Move past it. Folks, it's not that simple. It's not even close to being that simple. Now listen to the way that some who are going through depression describe what they are going through. One person said, Whenever I have a few good months and I think I've gotten over the worst of this depression, it silently returns. They went on to say, This isn't a battle I asked to fight. I'm tired of knowing it's always coming back. This battle begins in your mind. It begins in my mind. That is the battlefield. And here is the thing. When you are depressed, you don't control your thoughts. Your thoughts control you. I wish people could understand this. Did you hear me today? When you are depressed, you don't control your thoughts. Your thoughts control you. Sadly, with many people, and trust me, I've been there, there comes a point where you no longer care if there's light at the end of the tunnel. You're just sick of being in the tunnel. And I'm here today to offer you hope. Hope from the Bible. Through Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, we can defeat anxiety, we can defeat fear, and we can defeat depression. I want to give you a few points today to help you win the battle over depression. And remember, we have to have a battle plan. Number one, run to God instead of from God. Many times what we tend to do is, whether it's a sin that we are battling or fear, depression, whatever it is, many times it's easy to run away from God when we are hurting and broken. Isn't that what Adam did in the garden? Remember that? Adam hid from God. He ran from God. Many people, when they are trapped up by by sin, instead of turning to God, they will run from him no my friends we need to run to god in times of depression in times of emotional pain in times of heartbreak and loss we must run to jesus second corinthians 7 verse 6 says but god who encourages those who are discouraged encouraged us by the arrival of titus God who encourages those who are discouraged. You might could say, but God who encourages those who are depressed. God encourages those who are discouraged. That's good news today. But for this to happen, we must be willing to run to him, not away from him. Listen to me when I say this. God is not mad at you. God is not disappointed in you. God is full of grace and full of mercy and full of compassion, and he is ready to touch your life. Jeremiah 29, starting in verse 11, says, For I know the thoughts that I have for you, declares the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Let's keep reading in that chapter, shall we? Continuing on, it says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me, and you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. That's running to God, folks. You see, we have a part to play. Yes, God will show up. He will show up and he will show out and he will answer our prayers, but we must seek him. Why? Because he is worthy and he is good and he is trustworthy and he is full of compassion. You see, we have a part to play. Yes, God will show up, but we've got to be 
seeking him. We've got to run to him. Psalms 34 verse 17 and 18 says, When the righteous cry for help, what are the righteous? Who are the righteous? It has a, when we think of the word righteous, we often think of a, a self-righteous connotation. Well, I'm right with God. No. What makes us right with God is that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. That is what makes us righteous. Not our deeds, not our good works, not the good things we've done in life. No, only the blood of Jesus makes you righteous. So he said, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. What is the crushed in spirit? Those that are depressed, those that have given up, those that are going through hardship. Do you notice the correlation between crying out to God, seeking help from God, and Him showing up? He shows up when we seek Him. I said He shows up when we seek Him. Amen? Number two today. Here's our second point. Number one was don't run from God, run to God. Our second point today is hang around the right people. Folks, people can bring you down so fast. People can bring you down. Even some Christians, did you hear me? People will bring you down. Many times, what we hang around is what we become. And fickle people who are always talking negative, always complaining, always discouraged, and then they want to let you know about all of it, they will bring you down to where they are. No, hang around people who believe in you. Hang around people who are positive. Hang around people who are going to support you and lift you up and be a true friend. You can hang around negative people if you want. I'm going to hang around people who believe in victory, who believe in good things, who believe in edifying others and lifting others up, who believe that our best days are ahead of us. I'm going to hang around people who love Jesus, who want to love who who want to be able to love like Jesus, who want to love people and to show people mercy and to show people compassion. That's the crowd I want to be in. I want to hang around people that lift other people up, who strengthens the walk of other people. That's the kind of people I want to be around. And notice the verse we just read, 2 Corinthians 7, verse 6, but God who encourages those who are discouraged, notice what he says here. He says he encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. Titus, showing up on the scene, encouraged Paul. It strengthened his life. That's why we need to hang around the right people. It encouraged Paul to have people like Titus with him. Paul was hanging around the right kind of people. Ephesians 4 and 29 says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers good to the use of building up ministering grace to the hearers that's the kind of people you need to hang around those that edify you build you up when you hang with the right people you'll be encouraged that's why church attendance is so important you want to hang around the people that edify that build up the word edify means to build up to encourage others it's amazing now let me let me encourage you to do something today If you're struggling with depression, it's amazing how if you're down, if you're out, if you're messed up, 
you can't don't feel like you can make it another step if you'll find someone else that's in the same condition and you encourage them and you edify them and you build them up and you lift them up it's amazing how that can heal your own life when you minister to someone else while you are in need i'm telling you it can bring healing into your life why because when you give that that way when you give in that that manner you'll receive and jesus said give and it shall be given to you now tv preachers say that's about money but it's not some tv preachers not all give and it shall be given to you what what does that mean give your time give your love give your edification and build others up give to others that verse isn't just talking about money when you give when you reach out to someone else that's hurting it heals you at the same time when you give encouragement you get encouraged when you pour out love you'll feel loved yourself when you lift someone up who is broken God will lift you up. Amen. Number three today, accept the invitation of healing that Jesus offers you. Accept the invitation of healing that Jesus offers you. Folks, depression is real, and it's a very scary thing that tries to devour you. I want to encourage you today to accept the invitation of healing that Jesus offers you. Here Jesus is. Let's listen to what he says, Matthew 11 verse 28 and verse 29 and verse 30 come to me all of you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest then jesus said take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and i am lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light a modern english translation of those verses say something it's incredible to read it this is a more modern english translation it says are you tired are you worn out burned out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace i won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Sounded like I was saying two different words. Lightly. Lightly. God is speaking to someone right now today. We need to hear what the Spirit is saying to us. I want to read that verse one more time out of the Amplified Bible. Come to me all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. And I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as a disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. Oh, doesn't that sound good, folks? Then he said, for my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. Folks, if you do what those verses say, it's going to be hard for depression to stay in your life. You will win through Jesus Christ. Folks, it's not about going to church every Sunday. It's not about giving the most in the offering or playing an instrument in the praise band or any of that. Those are good things. It's about having a a real relationship with a Savior that loves you. 
He loves you right now, right where you are. He loves you. And he wants to take that depression off of you. I have one last point in defeating depression. Live life as a worshiper. At our church, we've talked about this many, many, many times. Remember, we don't worship him because he demands it. We worship him because he is worthy. Something happens when you're going through a trial and you worship instead of giving up. Get alone with him. Put some worship music on, some Brandon Lake or some Josh Baldwin, and just lift your hands and praise him. Praise him until you feel the sweet presence of God's Spirit and let it flow from your heart. Listen to Psalm 100, verse 1. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Verse 2. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Verse 3. Know that the Lord is God. That's Jesus, by the way. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Verse 5, For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. We've mentioned it many times, but when Paul and Silas were beaten and thrown into prison, they were in stocks and in chains, they had a choice. They could give up, they could blame God, they could be depressed, they could be angry, whatever emotions they were feeling, or... They could also think, you know, well, we're not in God's will. We're just not in God's will. Why is this happening to us? Why are these bad things happening to us? They had a choice to do that or something else. They chose to do two things. They prayed and they praised. The Bible says in Acts chapter 16 that at the midnight hour, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. And when they did, God showed up and delivered them. I'm telling you today that if you're battling anxiety, God is your healer. I'm telling you today that if you are battling fear, God is your healer. I'm telling you today that if you are battling the crippling effects of depression, I know how bad it is. I've been there and I've contemplated suicide. When I left the church and ended up divorced, I felt like such a failure. I felt like such a failure and I didn't want to go on. But God loved me anyway. We serve a God that delivers. Don't worry about being religious. You don't have to be religious. Jesus just wants to have a relationship with you. We serve a God. His name is Jesus Christ. And he'll deliver you. Just praise him in the midst of whatever you're going through. Jesus Christ will show up because he inhabits the praises of his people. If you're battling depression today, seek him. 
seek Him with all of your heart. And oftentimes we seek relationships, we'll seek sexual encounters, we'll seek therapy, we'll seek alcohol, we'll seek drugs. That's what human nature does, but it's not the ultimate answer. Seek Jesus. Run to Jesus. There is healing in Jesus Christ. Hang around the right people, people that will encourage you and lift you up and accept the invitation that Jesus gave you. Come to me, all that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Let him be the Lord of your life. You know what he'll give you in exchange? He'll give you peace instead of anxiety. You'll have a confident heart instead of a heart of fear, and you'll have joy instead of depression. I think I'll take that offer. I don't know about you. Lord Jesus, we praise you. I'm so overwhelmed right now with your love. Lord, I pray for every single person that's battling depression. And I ask you to intervene in their life and heal them and give them joy and peace. I praise you, Lord. I praise you for doing it right now. I give you thanks. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. God bless you.